The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org.
One to the May 25th, 2022 Zoning Board of Appeals meeting. I'm Candace Breyer, Chairperson of the Zoning Board of Appeals. The Zoning Board of Appeals is a nine-person volunteer board nominated by the mayor and approved by City Council. First, we will hear from Planning Services, represented tonight by John Barrett. Then the applicant or their representative will make their presentation. Applicants will have five minutes in which to make their presentation. Staff will keep time and will announce when 30 seconds are remaining. Public comment is available in person or remotely. We will first call on individuals present to address the board, then remote participants. To speak during a public hearing or during public comment remotely, press star nine if listening by phone or use the raise hand feature if viewing through the web link. For phone access, please call 877-853-5247 and enter meeting ID number 938 1648-1007. City staff will select callers that have raised their hand using the last three digits of their phone number or by name if available for those accessing through the web link. You will hear an automated announcement that the host is allowing you to speak. When speaking, please move to a quiet area and mute any television or background sounds. We may ask questions of either the city or the applicant. We will acknowledge any written comments received by the board we will allow an appearing party to express their support or objections. The board will then discuss the appeal and formulate a motion to approve that appeal. Five affirmative votes of the board will be required for an appeal to be granted. Finally, any qualified party who is aggrieved by the de by decision of the board can appeal that decision to the Washtenaw County Circuit Court on a timely basis. Roll call. Elizabeth Nelson. Here. Todd Grant. Chris Fraley. Julia Good. Chris Madigan. Here. Dave Devardi. Devardi here. Mike Daniel. Here. Candace Breyer, I'm also here. I will note that we do have a quorum with five members, but um, it does take five affirmative votes to approve any uh, variance request or permission to alter a nonconforming structure. So um, every uh, appeal this evening would need uh, unanimous approval by the board in order to be granted. Uh, one no vote will deny any any appeal. So um, typically in this situation, we give the petitioners the opportunity to uh, request a postponement um, to a future meeting when we have more, more members present. Um, so if any of the petitioners here this evening um, wish to Take us up on that offer and request that their um, application be postponed to the June meeting. Um, please let us know. We'll still do the public hearing because obviously the, the items have all been noticed, um, but we won't make a decision um, this evening if um, any petitioners request postponement. Um, if you are a petitioner and you wish to postpone, just let us know when we get to your item on the agenda. Moving on to approval of the agenda. Um, are there any questions, comments, changes regarding the agenda? If not, do I have a motion to approve the agenda? Motion from Mike, thank you. Support? Support, Devardi. Thank you, Dave. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Thank you. Uh, moving on to approval of minutes. We have minutes from the April 27th, 2022 meeting. Are there any questions or corrections to those minutes? If not, do I have a motion to approve the minutes from April? Motion from Mike, thank you. Support? Support. Support from Chris, thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? All right. Uh, moving on to public hearings, we have first petition ZBA 22-2006. 413 South Division Street. John? Hold on one second. I'm John Barrett, Zoning Coordinator for the City of Ann Arbor. The first petition this night is Tonight is ZBA 22-2006. The address is 413 South Division Street. Chris and Dennis Vessels, property owners, are requesting relief from section 5.32.2, 
alteration to a non-conforming structure to create habitable living space in the basement of a six-unit, seven-bedroom rental home. The renovation project will reduce the number of units from six units to four units while increasing the number of bedrooms to 20. The property is zoned R4C, multiple family dwelling district, and is, an, is non-conforming for lot area, lot width, and setbacks. The subject property is located on the east side of South Division Street, due south of East William Street. The structure is the northern property from the University of Michigan's Institute of Social Research. The residence was constructed in 1901 and is approximately 2,955 square feet in size. The proposed construction will create unit one in the basement containing five bedrooms and three bathrooms. Unit two is to be located on the first floor as a six bedroom, three bathroom unit. Unit three will be on the second floor and consist of six bedrooms and three bathrooms as well. The third story will house unit four with three bedrooms and two bathrooms. All renovations will take place within the current envelope of the home and there will be no changes to the length, width, or height of the building. Energy efficiency will be upgraded significantly with spray foam insulation and high energy efficiency appliances while bringing the building up to all modern building codes. If you'll turn your attention to the monitors, I'll do the PowerPoint presentation. The first slide is the location map, you see, or the zoning map. You see the highlighted parcel in yellow in the center of your screen, east of Division and just south of uh, East William Street. The next slide is the location map. You see the highlighted parcel, subject property, and existing conditions and surrounding neighborhoods. And the next slide is the zoomed in aerial photo of the subject property. The next slide is the survey that was submitted with the application. And these are, um, this is submitted by the applicant showing exterior elevations and this uh, attached to the survey as well. The next slide shows the floor, the proposed floor plan of the first floor. You see it's the um, six bedrooms and three bathrooms. The next slide is the second floor or unit number three and it also has six bedrooms and three bathrooms. The next slide is the attic space or the third floor with the three bedrooms, two bathrooms. And the next slide is the proposed new basement unit, um, unit number one, that will have the five bedrooms and three bathrooms. These are the elevations that were submitted with the application. You see the front and rear elevations, the right side elevation, and the left side elevation. These are the photos I took on my inspection of the site. You see the existing subject property, the front of the house, the front facade. Next slide showing down the south side of the property or in the driveway side. This is the rear of the property and part, a portion of the parking lot. This is another picture of the existing parking lot. This is looking directly at the rear facade of the building. And the neighboring property to the north and the neighboring property to the south. That concludes my presentation. I will take any questions that you may have at this time. Thank you, John. Any questions? All right, if the petitioner is ready, you may begin your presentation. You will have five minutes. All right, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, thanks a lot for your consideration here. I really do appreciate it. Um, so 413 South Division, it's, it's a really great property, um, centrally located right downtown Ann Arbor. Um, my family has owned it since, I believe, 1995. So it's been quite quite a long time for it. Um, no work has been done to the inside of it, you know, or just, just small cosmetic, maybe a kitchen, bathroom here and there since, since we purchased it. And it is, it's long overdue for a, a pretty significant refresh. Um, it has, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all small units. So, so in terms of that, it's all right. But it has these interior hallways that run the entire length of the building, lots of wasted square feet, uh, you know, two interior stairwells. 
and you know there's just so much better uh, use that we can do with the property so um and also the the boiler system is in need of an entire uh, replacement right now the actual the unit the basement is is failing it's basically on life support right now and um you know th there's a lot of minerals and such in within the pipes of the system too so if we were going to do anything it would require ripping everything out and starting fresh and you know with with that not necessarily being the best technology nowadays we we think it's a really good time to to do an entire refresh on that as well so these plans that we have just to give a background on the house um built in the late 1800s it says 1901 on the city site but it has a stacked stone foundation which is straight up and down still after you know so many years so it's, yeah the foundation is in fantastic shape so it's it's perfect to you know just keep everything in its same form and you know uh, we would have to underpin in the basement and we'd have to dig out the floor but but other than that everything's in excellent excellent shape and it's perfect for a renovation like this um so let's see here so what, what we have, um, the first floor, which is currently a one bedroom in a studio apartment, I believe it is, um, with, a, with a stairwell, but that is being converted to a six bedroom. So, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of extra, extra occupancy in that, which, which is, you know, quite desirable given the location. Um, three, that one, I have three bathrooms as well. So, uh, you know, adding quite a bit, really refresh, refreshing it. Um, you know, we'll do, we'll do uh, high-end finishes, granite countertops, the wood flooring, everything. So it's, it's gonna be really attractive and, and people are gonna love living there. Second floor, same setup, uh, six bedroom, three bath, washer, dryer, and unit, you know, high efficiency, great. Each, each unit has its own uh, furnace and water heater. So, you know, those are all, all contained within the unit, not, not a communal thing for the entire house, which people like as well. Um, the top floor, which is currently two bedrooms, um, we'll be going to, we're gonna add a third bedroom in there while keeping the general layout the same, but they're gonna get an extra bathroom, an extra shower out of it, and they're gonna get their own heating system as well which um which they will will certainly like that so and then the the new unit the basement is currently um you know it's, it, it it doesn't even have the requisite ceiling height for to be living space but the basement is currently you know it's just just the boiler system large hot water heater um washer dryers down there the coin operated so um you know it's just it's just really a lot of wasted space so we're pretty excited to turn it into a five bedroom really good bedroom size down there as well three bathrooms um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's a significant, significant upgrade from obviously what's there right now. And uh, to be able to put more bedrooms in that prime central location, I think everyone's gonna benefit from it. Um, and so, uh, let's see here. And, the, you know, the property, um, just, just to give an idea of the tenants. Now, it, it's located about two blocks from the main um, downtown University of Michigan dorm. So I would say that the target audience for this location is, is usually going to be sophomores and juniors for University of Michigan. So these units are actually more desired than some of these, you know, that we had one unit or have one unit currently there that's less than 200 square feet for the entire unit. And it's just the one bedroom. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, things are going more in the direction of students wanting to live together with more people and also have their own space but yeah i, I think this is more of what the market demands right now and they're more happy or they they're you know it's 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 beneficial for everyone but um let's see here we're going and we're also going to do a refresh of the outside it's got kind of outdated uh, plastic vinyl siding probably uh, going to go with a board and batten or whatever product is available this one uh, although it's being approved now, we probably won't start it till sometime next year because it's already the current uh, apartments are leased. So, you know, it might not start for another 12 months or so. But if uh, if the board and batten product is the most available at, at that time, given supply chain issues or like that, that's what we will uh, plan to use. But um, let's see here. Uh, just building a stairwell down in the back to the basement unit. And we're also, another benefit too, is that it, it has kind of a weird fire escape to access the rear units that, you know, it's pushed all the way to one property line that would be ripped off in this renovation. And we would just build a brand new stairwell slash fire escape and the entrances up the back in the center of the property. And, um, you know, they'll get, the kids will get a little deck space there. And it's, it, that's also going to be a benefit for everyone. Um, if we could... In you're at five of, you're at five minutes chris if you could start that's wrapping about, up. And, and i'm all set i appreciate it and i'm happy to answer any questions thank you any questions for the applicant all right if there's anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this petition um if you're here in person please come forward now state your name 
seeing no one, if there is anyone online who wishes to speak on this petition, please call in now. Once you've called in, press star nine. Um, if you're accessing via the web link, please use the raise hand feature and staff will call on you. There are no attendees on the line, and therefore no one's indicating um, the hand raised. Thank you. Thanks, Alexis. With that said, we have, are closing the public hearing, and we're in discussion. Mike. Yeah, this is pretty straightforward for me, given the neighborhood. I lived across the street, about two houses down from this in college for two years. The, with the ISR right next to it on one side, campus behind it, all student rentals around it. This seems very much in line with the neighborhood. Uh, seems like nice upgrades for the for the building. So I'm gonna be supporting this. Dave. This is very straightforward for me as well, but I'm gonna be voting against it. Um, at the last meeting, we had another alteration to a non-conforming structure. And I'm, and I remarked to a couple of my fellow board members here that I'm particularly concerned about the increasing number of petitioners, mostly developers, coming in with alterations to non-conforming structures. And they're significantly upsizing the amount of impact on the community and the neighborhood by increasing significantly the number of bedrooms, frequently without any additional parking, concerns for neighborhood residents or historic nature of neighborhoods. Non-conforming means it doesn't conform to existing codes, even currently meet city, current city codes. And they're asking now to make a significant change that will place new demands on the existing neighborhood and its residents and new demands on the community. I've continued to see one, two, even three of these coming before this board at each of our meetings, more and more of these. At the same time, I've seen petitioners who want to make a modest change to their single family home on a large lot that is not a non-conforming uh, structure, but they want to incur slightly more into a setback and we end up denying those because of the stringent um, requirements that they have to meet. To get my vote for these quote alterations, I will need from here on out to need to see evidence, supported, supported evidence that are significant benefits to the surrounding neighborhood and the Ann Arbor community. Density for maximizing profit won't cut it with me. Density for density's sake won't cut it for me. Even density that supposedly reduces the carbon footprint and has positive effects on climate change, unless the petitioner can present convincing evidence to support that benefit, that won't cut it for me either. I'm voting no on this. Chris. Um, yeah, I, I think that given that this seems to appear to be a split vote, um, I'd like to make a motion, put a motion out to, to postpone this until our June Senator, meeting. Please, yeah. Sorry, can you hear me? What? No, no, it could be moved to table it at any time. Yeah, so, so, I mean, they, they could have asked, right, but we, it would, this would just be a postponement our, you know, at our, um, so I, I move to postpone this item for action until our June meeting. I support that. Okay, we have a motion from Chris with support from Elizabeth to postpone petition ZBA 22-2006413 South Division Street to our June 22nd. Thank you, John. Um, ZBA meeting. So, um, Mike Daniel. Yes. Dave Devardi. No. Elizabeth Nelson. Yes. Chris Madigan. Yes. 
I also vote yes. I believe for yeah, so request to postpone, it just needs a simple majority. Is that right? It doesn't need all five? Oh, no. <laughs> There's nothing in the bylaws about it. Bear with us, everyone. We're trying to figure out how many votes we need for postponement motions. It gets a little tricky when we're at a minimum quorum. I'm looking at the bylaws. Yes, so am I. I don't see anything. Concurring vote of five members shall be necessary to reverse any order, requirement, decision, or determination of an administrative official or body, to decide in favor of an applicant, or to grant a variance. Unless otherwise provided in these rules, other decisions shall also require the concurring vote of five members. Where's that? 7.9. So it didn't pass. No. All right. So the request for postponement is um, fails. So, Chris. Can I, I just just go back into discussion? Uh, and this is for the applicant. Um, so, this item is going to fail uh, tonight. But if you submit an app resubmit an application for consideration whenever the rules allow. I believe that um, uh, with a greater number of our members here, that, that these items typically pass and you'll find success. Um, it, it appears that um, the, the two items for that we review for alterations have been met in this case, I believe. Um, if you apply some extra considerations, it, it, I guess it doesn't, but um, the, the code specifies two, and I think yours meets it, and I think you'd find success if you came back to a full board. Elizabeth. I, I just want to comment that, um, well, at first, I, when I saw this petition and I saw how many bedrooms were being squeezed out, I, I had a little bit of the same reaction as Dave, that we're, we're sort of, um, we're just, we're squeezing quite a lot of bedrooms out of this, but um, I, I actually do find it very compelling um, based on location, adding density to locations like this. Um, I, it, it's a different conversation um, if it's that many more blocks away from campus. Um, and I, I will confess um, I have a bias for imagining people in locations like this, students in locations like this, not having cars and not using cars, because that was not my experience on a college campus, and I I'm constantly have to remind myself that U of M is a different kind of population. But um, I am inclined to approve projects like this simply because we clearly need more housing for students and a location as close as this one, I think it's realistic to contemplate people not having cars. Um, so I, I, I guess I would urge my colleague to change his vote <laughs> or change his his uh, his his um, preferred vote. Mike. So 
agree with Elizabeth's points here a lot. I think this neighborhood is, I understand where Dave's coming from, but I think this is not the same. I mean, even though it's a few blocks away, it's a very different block than what we voted on last meeting. I will say, however, if we're not able to postpone this, I'm actually gonna invoke 5.1C and recuse myself as a conflict because I feel that if this were to go through, it would likely, in my opinion, uh, involve a benefit to my employer, the University of Michigan, by housing more students closer to campus. And uh, in that case, that's a conflict that I can recuse myself, in which case we would have no quorum, in which case we can't vote on this. Postpone it, Dave. We don't have to do that. You then you have to recuse yourself every one of these that nope. comes up. Wait, why are you recusing yourself? Why are you recusing? You'll have it in the future. I'm the one determining if I have a conflict or not. 5.1c says that if we're voting on a matter, that my employer would have a direct financial interest in the outcome. My opinion is that increasing density one block from the University of Michigan campus is going to lead to more University of Michigan students having the opportunity to live close to campus that will improve the financial condition of my employer. Unfortunately, Mike, if you were going to recuse yourself, you would have had to have done so before discussion began on this petition item. So I think it's too late to recuse yourself at this point, unless the board yeah. identifies that yeah, there's we, a conflict I, of interest. I would agree with Candace. We've already had the public hearing, so I think I that we need to, someone needs to make a motion and um, have a vote on this case. And if it doesn't turn out in favor of the applicant, then he always has the uh, ability to reapply and come back at another later date. All right, that's fine. Any other discussion? We ready for a motion? I'll make the motion. Thank you, Dave. ZBA 22-2006-413 South Division Street, alteration to a non-conforming structure. The Zoning Board of Appeals hereby grants relief from Section 5.32.2, alteration to a non-conforming structure, to allow new habitable space in the basement of an existing non-conforming rental structure. The new basement unit will create habitable living space in a six-unit, seven-bedroom rental home. The renovation project will reduce the number of units from six to four units while increasing the number of bedrooms to 20. The construction must comply with the submitted plans. I have a motion. Do I have support? Support from Mike. Thank you. I vote yes. Mike Daniel. Yes. Dave Devardi. No. Elizabeth Nelson. Yes. Chris Madigan. Yes. The request is denied. Ken. Moving on to could, petition. If yeah. I could Dave. indulge the chair. This is an issue I would like us as a ZBA to have a retreat and bring in somebody from the planning department and or the legal department of the city and facilitate a discussion about the issue because I think there are great philosophical considerations here. And I think it uh, has a huge impact on the integrity of our existing city code because if we can so easily grant alterations um, to that, to non-conforming structures, you know, I wanna know what exactly how we define whatever criteria would qualify for somebody for that, other than the ones that I put forward that I would need to see to, in order to vote yes. So I, I wanna put this on the table. I respect my fellow board members' opinions, uh, though I disagree with them, and I think we need a, a deeper discussion about this issue. Thank you, Dave. Um, moving on to petition ZBA 22-2008-3095 Cedar Brook Road. Hi, my name is Robert Clark. I'm the owner of the Four Seasons Club in Ann Arbor. Bob, I go first. 
I'm sorry, John. Hi, John. <laughs> Did you and your um, applicants uh, want to proceed this evening? Do you have that option? Well, I mean, with what I just heard, you know, because this is a small non-conforming issue. Um, the variance. A variance, I understand. But it's still a non-conforming lot and, non and, and home. The home's non-conforming. So with that said, I mean, if it's going to be a definite no from Dave, then, I, yeah, I'd like to have more people. I'd like to come back when there are pe enough are people. You I am. I am. Okay. So the applicant for petition ZBA 22-2008 Cedarbrook Road has um, requested to be postponed. Um, so we will still take public comment because um, a public notice was sent out. So anyone who wishes to speak on this petition will still have an opportunity to do so. Um, your comments will still go into the record. Um, and then the petition will be re-noticed again for the June meeting. Um, and you'll have an opportunity to speak again at that point. But no decision will be made today. Okay. I don't want one. Just a quick question. Yes. When do we know there's going to be more than five people? <laughs> There's yeah, the, I flip had, a coin. I, I knew there was going to be six this evening. Yeah. And two people are out of town, and then one other person had a family emergency at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so I found out that we were going to have five literally this afternoon. Okay. So. I will say it's rare that we only have five. Thank you. That's perfect. It is. It's I think it's only happened, happened twice in the six years I've yeah, been on board. Yeah, so. I, I was going to say it's. Dancer and I appreciate being told to it's happened two times in seven years for me, so. Okay. And I do want to say, say that I always ask my fellow board members that it's important for us to be here just because of this situation. Sure. So I, I respect differing opinions, and I don't like to see a situation like this. I understand. And, I appreciate it. Okay. All right, so we will open the public hearing for petition ZBA 22-2008-3095 Cedar Brook Road. If there is anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this petition, please come forward now. You will have three minutes in which to speak. Hey, Candace, just know though, if more people come who aren't here, they might not hear this. So more commissioners at the June meeting aren't gonna hear what you're about to say. Am I able to come back? Yes, yes, yes you okay. may just, speak. Yeah, just if, yes. that, you know, they might not go back and watch this, right? So sure. I just want her comment to be heard by as many people as possible. Sure. Well, thank you for having us this evening. This is um, a petition by my neighbors here to build a sunroom on the back of their house. I believe the, the variance is for a 10-foot uh, sunroom in depth from the existing structure in 16 feet wide, if I recall correctly. I'm on the side of their house, uh, directly adjacent to it, and I'm completely Could we get in support. your name and address? My name is Mara, M-A-R-A, -A, last name Kent, K-E-N-T. My address is 3087 Cedar Brook Road. So if you're facing the house, I'm the neighbor directly to the left of them, and we are in support of of this, uh, I find that 10 feet um, is a, a relatively small amount. It's certainly not going to affect us as, the, it's actually not just next to us, but it's on our side of the house too. So if anyone I think that would potentially have a problem with it, it would be us. Um, but I think that it continues to improve the neighborhood. Um, having a slightly bigger sunroom area. These houses were built back in the 90s and, uh, or late 80s and early 90s in the dining area, at least where ours are, which is exactly where theirs would be is, is kind of narrow and small, so it's hard to walk around your table. So to be able to just have a little bit more room, there is no separate dining room, at least in our house, I don't think in your house either. So there's just not a lot of room in the kitchen to be able to have dining and a kitchen. So 10 feet seems pretty reasonable to my husband and I um, and our kids. And in addition, I know the setback is 30 feet, um, which could be a concern for neighbors who are behind you, but we don't have any neighbors behind us. We back to Green Road. Um, so there's really no one behind them that would be like, oh, wow, you're encroaching kind of close to us. And so I'm in support of it. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else from the public who wishes to speak on this petition? 
If so, please come forward now. And I'm not exactly sure, guys, how you approve because on my side, it's across the street, we have, we back other homes, their structures very close to the limit of the properties. So the, ne the neighbor next to me has uh, some three season small house. Another house stick either, it was built much more, so I don't know how is the restriction to the corners and the ends. So the front homes will uh, align, but in the back the homes are not aligned. And I think there are other, they are not 30 feet between the end of the property and the house, for sure, what we can see in the back of the houses. So, but I don't have any objection to that project. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to speak on this petition? The homeowner is asking to determine we went around, they went around to get signatures from neighbors. Just would I submit that now? Or? You can turn that in now. We'll include it or, with the packet okay. for the next or, meeting. Or, Bob, if you would like, could you scan that in a PDF and email it to me? And I'll make sure it's in next month's packet. Yeah. Thank you. But they, they got nine diligent yep. homeowners. So I appreciate you. Just, just email that to me, please. Yeah, you'll see it in the morning. Yes, sir. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to speak on this petition? All right. If there is anyone remotely um, who would like to speak on this petition, please call in now. Once you've called in, please press star nine to raise your hand. Um, if you're accessing via the web link, please use the raise hand function and staff will call on you. Um, Madam Chair, there are no attendees on the line, so therefore there is no one to raise their hand or promote. Thank you, Alexis. Um, I will note that we did receive a letter um, of objection from Wendy Carmen. Um, I don't believe she listed her address, but she noted that she is the president of the Orchard Hills Maplewood Homeowners Association. Um, and with that, I will close the public hearing. And um, I just, Mark, I just want to note that we are not an HOA um, subdivision. We're, we, there is no HOA. There is an informal HOA Maplewood Orchard Hills subdivision for the Thurston neighborhood, which is where we're located, but there is no formal HOA. There's no HOA dues. There's no organization. There's no voting of presidents, et cetera. Okay, thank you. All right, moving on to petition ZBA 22-2007-1211 White Street. Aaron, did you want to um, come up forward, please? Yeah, please step forward. I think considering the, the five council members, I think we'll, we'll uh, table for the June, if that's possible. I think you mentioned Okay, yes, yes. So petitioner for ZBA 22-2007 at 1211 White Street has also requested to be postponed to the June meeting. Um, so with that said, uh, we'll open the public hearing if there's Anyone who wishes to speak on this petition, please come forward now. You'll have three minutes. If it's postponed, can we just defer and come to the next time? Absolutely, yes. Okay. That's what we wish. June 22nd, sir. Okay. Same, 22nd. same place, 6 p.m. Thank you. Yes, sir. Notices will be sent out again. Notices will be, well, it'll be re-advertised. Okay. If there is anyone accessing the meeting remotely who wishes to speak on this petition, please call in now and press star nine. If you're accessing via the web link, please use the raise hand function. Ma'am Chair, again, we have no persons on the line. Thank you, Alexis. 
With that said, the public hearing is closed and uh, we will hear this petition in June as well. Moving on to unfinished business, we um, have review of bylaws. So at our last meeting, um, we received some revised bylaws from the city attorney's office. Um, I think everyone requested that we have some extra time to digest those and review them and come up with any thoughts, comments, questions on those. So um, I guess now's the time that we discuss thoughts, comments, questions on those. Elizabeth. Yeah. Like the last time I remember asking for people to email me. <laughs> Did Todd uh, email? I haven't gotten, I haven't received any emails, but you know, I was going to get all the questions and all, everyone's responses and put them together collectively and address them. But I think um, the, maybe the, we should wait until we have more members for the next time because we're missing three members who might want to comment on them. I know last time we had one concern that I have and it was um, they wanted to strike out something on 6.1 where it says no member shall serve more than three consecutive full terms in the same office. We chose that was um, chose to strike that. Remember? Yes, I believe that was Todd's. Yes. Todd's recommendation. So yes. that's the only thing I've received in that hearing last month, and I have not received any feedback from anyone this past month. So if we want to, maybe just it doesn't. We I don't even think we have to have a vote on it. Let's just move it to next month. We and uh, yeah. I if you want to, if you want to comment and send me emails this month and I will take them and I can bring, I, I can send them or we can you can send them to everybody in the board or it just send them to me and I'll make sure they get around to everybody okay and then we can have a discussion and try to clear up some of this before we even come in come in here next month how's that sound mm -hmm. yes I, and then I, that way a couple if, thumbs up yeah if there's anything that the city attorney needs to be yeah, and then consulted on we can have that so how about if we can get that done in two weeks and then I'll forward any concerns to the city attorney and we'll have, they'll have two weeks to respond. Does that sound like a plan? Yes, that sounds great. That's fair. Do we know when Todd's coming back? He'll be here for next month. He said, "Yeah." Oh, okay. Because I, I, I'd be at, like, I mean, like you said, there's so many people absent. I, I need more time, but I, I'm interested in hearing from other members of ZBA definitely. Yeah. All right. So comments to John in two weeks, two weeks. please. Homework assignment. Yes. I th I, then that's what I said last month. <laughs> <laughs> the dog ate my homework, John. Moving on to new business, we have none. Communications. Um, could, could we, on new business, could we maybe put my comments regarding having a meeting or a retreat about the uh, um, the whole concept of the alteration to a non-conforming structure, just there's some sort of a discussion where we could think about that with planning staff or uh, legal staff. Can you send me an email, Dave, with outlining all your concerns and then I'll forward it to the legal staff and then I'll talk to about, uh, right now it's kind of hard to do um, retreats or get together due to COVID and oh. that's what's canceled this past one or two years. I think we had we had one in January 2020 in the basement, yeah. and we haven't had one since. But it's under these health conditions that we're uh, faced with right now, and and now numbers are spiking again. I'm not sure how people feel about getting together and discussing things. So send me an email, okay, and I'll try to get some feedback, and I'll look at getting a, a room reserved if everyone's open to um, having a meeting about it one night. And also, I'd be willing to try to get us a outdoor meeting space at a, a covered outdoor meeting space at a place like Dominic's or some other place in town. Send me an email with details and then I'll take it from there, please. Okay, will do, thank you. Elizabeth. I, I just wanna offer support for Dave's idea because I, I, I didn't mention earlier, but I, am, I, I do appreciate the point that he is making in terms of the enormous alterations that we are permitting downtown. I mean, for reasons that I think are valid, but the relatively small alterations that we are denying in other outlying neighborhoods. And I, and I feel that, Dave. I hear it, and I, I, see, I, I totally see what you are getting at. Um, I, if we are in new business, I, I guess I have an inquiry that I'm curious about. Have we gotten any feedback? Did, John, do you know? Um, 
we we had a conversation some months ago, or gosh, was it a year ago? Now it wasn't that long ago about um, amending the EV charging station requirements. Um, yes. Is that moving through planning? I haven't been following that issue closely. I'm curious. I will. Um, I have a meeting with the planning manager tomorrow morning, and I will um, get you an answer to that tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose I could dig through minutes. I don't know if the ordinance, there's an ordinance revision committee yep. on that. I don't know if they've talked about it. Do you know? I don't know where it's at, if it has even been brought up to the ORC yet. I don't think it has. Oh, gosh. I believe I, I, there I'm were sure. some changes that went through <laughs> ORC I think, and I think, Planning Commission, but I don't think they've gone to council yet. So we're lucky this evening. We have Alexis, De, Alexis DeLeo is um, in charge of the ORC, and so I think she wants to comment. Yay. Well, I'm not in charge of the ORC, but uh, regarding parking amendments, the Planning Commission recommended approval of, uh, of amendments to Section 519, which is the parking standards. And they included a variety of things, such as removing the minimum parking requirement for all categories and um, adjusting the EV parking requirements. Um, the trigger will be different before it was a site for city council and now the trigger will be more related to the or it's proposed to be more related to the scope of work when you're working on the parking lot um the, re the requirements will be triggered but if you are doing a project that doesn't involve parking lot work um they would not apply um and it also changed some of the percentages and um removed one of the categories the uh not not the ev the ev pr preparation and not the installed chargers but that middle category um capable ev ready i think it's EV ready. ev ready ev ready yeah yeah um anyway and those were recently like the uh, past one or two meetings were recommended for approval by the planning commission um in preparing to send it to council we discovered that there were cross references in other sections so we're working on um, the formatting and the editing to make sure we have a complete package going to city council. The council will probably see it for first reading in June or July. Thank you, that's really helpful. I appreciate knowing that because that, that was something I'd been curious about ever since we had a couple of meetings where it was all chargers all the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll paraphrase, Alexis DeLeo is quite frequently the staff liaison to the ORC. <laughs> Thank you, Alexis. Um, communications, we addressed public comment. If there's anyone from the public who wishes to speak, yes. Please come forward to the microphone. State your name and address, please. My name is Jason Nelson. I live in Brockwood Place. And I am here for a long time in the United States. I live in the student ghetto, that we will say. They are expanding and expanding the houses. I know development and growing demands that. But I think that demands a better planification and organization. I don't understand why still we are not applying to ask for the new constructions, electric outlets for the cars, and solar panels. They are going to build houses. They are going to do buildings that they are going to last for more than 50 years. And the problem of energy is just in our doors, but you are not imposing anything. First thing. Second thing, you like buildings close to the university with more people. We live farther away, and the students keep going after these houses because the University of Michigan builds big buildings with gymnastics, with swimming pools, with all the amenities that most of the students can afford. They prefer to live in dirty, messy houses because it's cheaper the rent. I wish that the University of Michigan begins to, feel, to build affordable rental houses or rental unities. I see how the students live because I live on the student ghetto. The other thing is we are increasing the population. 
but we are not focusing in parking space. You should see the fights that we have. It's terrible. We don't have a place, and they don't come with the Volkswagen. They don't come with the small cars. They come with minivans, with trucks like they were builders. There is not a space. The other thing, an arbor feels proud of his program of compost and recycling. My husband and I, in our street, we go to empty the containers, shake it out, the plastic bags, show to them that compost is not garbage container. I don't know what the University of Michigan do, that they don't teach these students what is recycling, what is compost, and what is garbage. They don't care. Everything is a mess. Everything is a mess. You should see, we bother the police too much for things that we shouldn't. Fights, they are drunk all the time, too much noise, they don't respect anybody, and if you complain, they attend against you. My husband and I, we had to call to the police because they throw a big stone to the porch trying to break windows. They throw eggs, they throw bottles, and it's because it's too much population of students in one unity, and they want to have a wild party. It's terrible. It's terrible to be in the student ghetto or live in downtown. And there is no restriction, there is no support. Then I don't think that the plan is to make bigger houses with the students. The University of Michigan that wants the business should reduce his expectations of having swimming pools, gymnastics, and everything, and build the buildings, but affordable. And the city should support to everybody. How is possible? In the residential areas, you can't leave your containers of garbage no more than 12 hours. But the students, they live all over. I save lives because I go for walks and I pick up the containers from the bicycle area that nobody cares and nobody looks. And late at night, they don't see it. Or they are coming with traffic and they don't know what to do with the bicycles. Because the city doesn't impose that the containers, they should be back after 12 hours. You have 10 seconds remaining, ma'am. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> That's no my worries. complaints. And I came from a developing country, and I am seen just at the entrance of an arbor that I feel proud to live in an arbor. It's becoming a jungle, it's becoming a garbage area. That should be the area that we should take care, downtown, to look proud of the entrance. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. If I might just address the council for a moment. Certainly, you'll have um, three we've minutes. We've been living there since 1978. I bought the house. Could have your name. Sure, I'm sorry. Charles Nelson, 822 Brookwood Place. It's between White and Packard, one block long street, three blocks from Packard and State. So it's lower Burns Park. When I moved in, it was 50% homeowner occupied. We had 11 kids on the street. Since then, <coughs> we are the last family you know, living on the street. I've had people from New York uh, getting pissed at us for asking them to come, you know, the police to come and, and, and quiet it down at 2 a.m. And this woman came up on my street and said, well, this is a student area, I should move out. I'm beginning to take her point, <laughs> but I'd like to stay. I've made the house exactly like I like it. Uh, it's, it's verdant, you know, there are a lot of trees. Houses have been improved, the population has increased. Used to have maybe one or two cars per house. Now it's up to six, you know, on 25 buildings on the street. So I really appreciate your remarks, Mr. Devari. Anyway, um, we really think this council does a good job. You make a good impression at being civil and tractable. So, thank you. Thank you. 
If there is anyone else who wishes to speak, if you are accessing the meeting remotely, please press star nine to raise your hand if you've called in or use the raise hand function if you are accessing via the web link. Alexis, are there any callers? Pardon me, there are not. Thank you. Thank you. With that said, do I have a motion to adjourn? From Mike, support? From support. Elizabeth, thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? We are adjourned. Thanks, everybody.